Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. And welcome in to another episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson, and I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? What up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. We just did a 30-minute Patreon. I'm already a, a couple deep in terms of beverages, so this should be fun. We are doing the Moon Knight's Watch. For those who hear it, they'll hear it. Those who don't, won't. And uh, I'm very excited, as this was my favorite installment of moon Knight, and it's not close uh, by mm-hmm. by any stretch of the imagination episode four the tomb directed by justin benson and aaron moorhead written by alex minahan peter cameron and sabir prezada it got Premier real this episode. fucking awesome mm, it got real this episode and uh i i don't know what i've been expecting from this series beforehand but, like, this has kind of been it. This is, like, it scratched every itch that I've kind of been wanting. Yeah. And we didn't see Moon Knight, like, the character once in this entire episode. He did yeah, not go costume. into suit once. Um, I mean, Khonshu's gone. You know, he's in stone. He's he's imprisoned right now. Uh, Boy, was oh, that important? What's the word? The the word of the actual, like, stone thing Ushabti? itself. Thank you. Yeah, I, something along those lines. Um. And I was going to mention and the that um, goes to us. in episode three, like uh, at the beginning of this episode, it showed 10, 10 of those, you know, just in like boxes or whatever. Mm. Um, but in the like great pyramid, like where the gods met, there was like just a, a little bench that had like a good 100 of them on there. Like, I mean, there was like a fat stack of those like just sitting there and i'm like i'm like are those the same thing like are those all banished and imprisoned gods you know but then the beginning of this episode kind of made me like maybe these 10 are like the more important ones Uh, i don't know Um, my my money I, i think it's important that this did answer one of our concerns last week you know you know, Stephen says in the first episode, oh, the Ennead had nine gods, not seven. And we were like, mm. oh, but we can only account for seven. Where are the other two? I think it's probably fair to say that they're uh, encased in Ushabtis. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I hope I, I feel like the more I say it, the more I feel like it's wrong. Um, to, 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 I'll, I'll get there. Let me just get the when does when do they first say it in the episode? Is it? Uh... It's pretty late. Uh, I know, I know. After he's gotten ooh, out ooh. of Alexander the Great, which, by the way, I I like felt like a massive history fucking dork whenever me and Emily were watching it, and, mm. and this man goes Macedonian. That can't be right. And I went, oh, <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, we found Alexander the Great, and uh, <laughs> and Emily was like, what are you? Fuck? I was like, I don't know. I just thought that was a cool moment, and it's really not. It's probably not all that important, but like. He was the the last avatar of Amit, and like it's it like makes sense that he like conquered so much, you know, and was like so like maybe he was basically Arthur Harrow before Arthur Harrow, just going around everywhere, and everyone was like, "Yeah, we'll follow you, dude." Like, I mean, shoot, yeah, Ushabti, yeah, you were right. Um, but man, yeah, this uh, I mean, yeah, makes sense, you know, all the other gods just they're in stone we got 10 of them at least that that are for sure i mean i feel like that like those 10 are for sure imprisoned um and i was i don't know like uh they really like it's the opening of the episode too and like they stay on it for a while like i mean like show the 10 like they linger like it's important you know they're gonna 
they're at least showing us where Khonshu is. And they're like, mm. a lot of these, this has happened mm. on multiple occasions. And, uh, you know, this was, this do episode was huge. Do or do they free all of them? Are they like, we don't know which one's Khonshu, so we just gotta, like, I mean, the statue looks like Khonshu, though. Like, the actual, oh, yeah. um, it does look like him, so I guess they could just be like, Okay. Yeah, and I, it's probably more danger to free all the gods. Fair. These are imprisoned gods. Yeah. So, I mean, I, mean, I guess Kanchi As just... much as it's like, oh, they might be on a power trip, I, I mean, I don't know. They're gods. What the fuck am I, what, what the fuck am I to say about what they're Literal what their god complexes. Are. Um, so, yeah, that'll it'll be interesting uh, because, I mean, the trailer shot that I, I keep coming back to is the uh, – the pyramid, you know, the purple beam blaring out the top of it. Mm. Um, and I'm just wondering what that could be. And I mean, uh, Layla has Amit, you know, like she has Amit. Arthur does not. I guess did Layla fully escape? We don't know. I, I suppose mean, we she, do not. I mean, she was hiding. She saw what happened at the end, you know, um, I would assume she gets out. I don't know. It would be really crummy if we just start next episode with like a random guard catching her and being like, yo, where are you going? And then she's, you know, hat and then like Arthur just gets on it, you know, right away. Um, true, true. But, but this is also assuming that we know full well what's happening at the end of this episode. True. You know, what we can, a, we can, what a mind fuck of an ending. Um, no, like, it's just purgatory. Like, I am, like, 80%, no more like 90% sure that this is just, like, in his head. It's him, like, reflecting on everything, and it, he's going to wake back up. You yeah, know, and, like, I don't this think all it's going to happen in a split second or something like that. I don't um, think it's that his life is an amalgamation of his uh, time in the psych ward. I think it's... I think the psych warden is, amal- is an amalgamation of all of his experiences and reality. Yeah. Um, um, and, I mean, Steven being there with Mark physically, you know, like I don't me. think that there are truly two of them, and that would just be a really, like, kind of hit on DID. Like, it would just be, like, you know, like, not real. And But, I mean, we get Jake there, most likely, in the third yeah, one. Yeah, and that second sarcophagi. Man, the credits, I got to start, like, paying attention to them because, like, every, like the previous episodes, I kind of look at them like, oh, that, these, these are, like, cool credits. You know, I'm just kind of watching through them, whatever. But, like, I've never, tr- like, paid attention to them. Mm-hmm. Like, this one, they show a picture of Layla and her dad in a fuchsia scarf, like, just floating around, like, there. Um, like, the three different looks of, you know, the the costume. You know, it, it showed Mark. It showed... um Steven's look and then just another menacing ninja kind of looking like mm-hmm. suit. And I'm like, okay, that's dope. If that's going to, you know, come into play later and that's what it's going to look like. Um, he does have a couple more costumes in the comics that, uh, that haven't quite been, but they're mostly plays on the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're mostly plays on Mark's look with mm-hmm. like a black face. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not, not wait. Uh, no, not I mean, that blackface. <laughs> no, yeah, yes. my, my bad. But uh, like more of a black body armor accent every once mm-hmm. in a while, which uh, I think it's think it's interesting. I I I prefer the all white just because it's kind of the the whole vibe of Moon Knight. You know, he wants him mm-hmm. to see him coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of the idea. But I'm really uh, I really do dig all all the suits and the potential for whatever they're gonna they're gonna put before us. Uh, how about uh, Layla in this episode? Coming more and more of a candidate for becoming Moon Knight, I'll say. That was my prediction last episode. Yeah. Um, I mean, probably not. Um, after this one, I'm feeling a little less, you know. Which, isn't that, that funny? Um, that at but, the end of this one where he got shot in the chest twice, you're feeling more, you're feeling more comfortable about him sticking around? Because I feel, um, okay, new prediction here. Um, Khonshu saved Mark last time when he died, and the Ushapti that they have now is Amit, and 
I don't know how Layla would know how to wake Ahmed up or like res, you know, but like if you know he becomes Ahmed for a little bit uh, to like That'd save be him, powerful, and then um, that's how, and then changed. like once Kanshu is freed, um, then they like just do a little classic switcheroo, and Layla is Ahmed, and uh, Mark is Kanshu. I hadn't um, even considered her becoming Amit's avatar. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's my current prediction for this episode is that uh, Layla will in turn become Amit or Amit could be the one to save Mark from death here. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I don't think it'll be Conchu. I think that's, they that still have to free him. And, and, yeah. I don't, I don't think that can happen. Um, but I feel like Amit might be the one to save him. I don't think he just wakes up on his own is the thing. Like, I mean, he got shot twice in the heart, kind of poetic, you know, one for Mark, one for Steven uh, to kill him, like to kill both of them, like in the heart. Right. Um, but I, I don't think he wakes up on his own. Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe well, they'll play with something that like Kanchu was still inside of him somehow, but I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think that's the way they'll go. Um, I don't know. I'm curious on how, I don't know. The scales don't lie. And that we didn't, we didn't like, okay. I remember in the, was it maybe the first episode whenever like the scales were going back and forth, back and forth and it didn't arrive at a, at a solution or whatever. And they kind of, the camera rose up a little bit and then it made a noise that like it did arrive at a solution or something. And then mm. now when he was saying like talking to Layla, when Arthur was talking to Layla, he like, I have read, you know, I have read him and the scales do not lie. It cuts right then and there before he explains whatever. Yeah. You know, said. you were, you suspected some weird goings on with that yeah. in the first episode. And I was kind of like, I don't know. It seems pretty. And, and then dry. Layla goes into that to the room. I mean, she's pissed at him because she thinks that he killed his father or that, you know, he killed her father. Obviously she's going to be pissed, but like, what if Arthur was like, nah, this dude is like, he's got bad, like he's bad, you know, like that's what it arrived at, you know, like, I don't know. I, I feel like she's pissed just because of her father and, right. and that, I mean, that's what she immediately asks for and asks oh, about. Um, but I don't know. Maybe he says like the scales do not lie. Like he is like he's good deep down, but you have to like set him free of Conchu or something right. like that. You know? Yeah, like, it could uh, be. Well, you know, they show us his his therapist persona mm. in uh, mm. in in the purgatory, as I will I will come mm. to know it. Uh, and he's genuinely caring. Mm, mm-hmm. You know when he's getting when he's getting uh tackled by the mm. the other the two like uh not guards I can't remember what they're called in the in in that setting but uh you know and he's like don't hurt him you know he's he's not yeah like it's not his fault like him. he's yeah yeah which hmm I mean if this is just all in Mark's and Steven's head like. Why would they make Arthur that way? And I guess, like, I don't know, Layla was kind of acting a little strange, too. Like, Layla wasn't just Layla. Um, but every other character that was there kind of acted like their character. Like, Donna, or whatever her name is, um, that was, like, in the gift shop, like, his boss or whatever, like, acted just like she did in the beginning. Um, but Arthur, that's what I didn't understand, is, like, why would... Uh, Mark perceive Arthur this way. I guess in his state of mind, he's just going to hate whoever his therapist is because he doesn't like talking about his feelings at all. So I guess maybe it just makes sense that like he displaces Arthur there. Right. Uh, right. That would make sense. You know, I, I did, I, I did have similar questions, you know, these, uh, as the characters popped up in his little, mm. his little, uh, bit there at the end and we saw donna and we saw layla as a as another patient there mm-hmm. uh you won mm. we won Interesting i won thing about the bingo by the way 
every letter was normal, B-I-N-G-O, but he called T-16, like T as in Tommy, like T. And, like, it was the only one that didn't make sense at all. And then also, there was, like, I and I don't think, I mean, I don't think it's really, I'm not going this deep into it, but, like, some of the letters, like, B was, like, way out of the B range. Like, B is 1 to 15 in bingo. And he was, like, B32 or something like that. Like, where it couldn't have, and, I mean, I guess they're in, like, a psych ward or whatever, and, like, it's a, you know, another patient calling it off, but, like. It could be a, an example of the lack of attention to that part mm. of the illusion. Mm. Like, it's oh. like a, Mm. But it T16. was sixteen. Sweet sixteen. T sixteen. T like I'm like T. I'm like right. where's the letter T in bingo? You know, or whatever. And I, I was like, I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to like everything that was in there, I'm trying to think of like what it could tie back to because like the movie was like their adventure that they went on, basically, you know. The the stat yeah. you know, the little Tomb action Buster. of Moon Knight. Um You Doctor Stephen Grant. Yeah, like he saw the cane, he saw uh, the shoes the that Arthur wore. Yeah, like, I mean, he was seeing, like, everything. Like, everything in there was, that meant something. And I don't know what the hell this hippo means. That is the Egyptian goddess of uh, Tauret, hmm. and she is known as uh, the uh, goddess of childbirth and fertility. Oh. And is in many cases viewed as a goddess of rejuvenation and rebirth. I see. Yes. Feels hmm. pretty important to our boy who just got shot in the chest twice. This is fair. Hmm. But I wonder if this is how we get Jake. If they're like, you're not whole right now. You can't go back like this. You know, you yeah. have another. Where's Where's the other? And they're like, other and then like enter jake you know however his personality is i don't i I feel like he's gonna be pretty brutish i don't know like just off the vibe i get i don't like i feel like he just mark has some reservations when it comes to to violence you know he he resort to it if need be but i feel like he he has some reservations uh Mm. steven will not fight at all um he does not want to do that at all but i feel like jake is just gonna be like I don't care. I need to get this done. This is the only way I know. I feel like that's going to be Jake in this show, at least my guess. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, it's I, I couldn't tell you the way they're going to head with him right now. It's uh, it's feeling kind of unclear. One thing I am encouraged by from this episode is the explanation of, you know, Layla's father dying. It points directly to his origin story. Um, it, it, it is his origin story. His partner goes crazy and gets greedy and starts firing at everybody and, uh, kills them execution style, even tries to kill Mark, mm. but Mark makes his pact with Khonshu. I should have died that night, uh, but I didn't. And it means this happened before he met Layla. Because that's why they did meet, and she figured that out, because you just had a guilty conscience or Which whatever. means they got married, bro. How long has Mark been Moon Knight? Oh. Oh. I mean, I, I would have... Oh. Maybe it happened during the blip. Maybe Layla blipped, but Mark didn't. I have never, I've never related this to the MCU because, or thought about it in that context because it doesn't seem, it, it's not relevant to this show specifically. This is more of just a, a general curiosity, as it were. And, uh, cause like him being Moon Knight for, I mean, maybe he hasn't been Moon Knight the whole time, but he's at least been connected to Khonshu for the whole time they've known each other. Um, and, like, just being Khonshu's avatar, though. Like, at, at the moment that Khonshu saved him, he was his avatar, right? Like. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he had to have become, like, he had to have become Moon Knight because that's what 
Khonshu does with his avatar. They serve. Damn, at- I didn't. I never even thought about the blip because that's like a good. That's just five years that he could have been Moon Knight. Well, like, it's just with five or years Layla. that like it's it's a built in five year period where a bunch of shit we didn't know about could happen. Hmm. Because like everyone was focused on one pretty massive thing. True. I wonder what like the Egyptians. Like God's view is of the blip, like, or if if they blipped, because I, oh, we have no idea how far this expands. Does a God blip? Do like celestials blip? I gotta guess that's it's in the known universe. I think that puts celestials in play, but I don't know about the things that exist in alternate dimension sort of thing. Hmm. Because I guess it was just what Thanos knew of. He's like all life. Well. Hmm. I never. Wow. I've never thought about if God's blip. <laughs> um, uh, my my thing is that they probably didn't until we're told otherwise. Mm. Uh, like, I I don't think they'll acknowledge if mm. Tarret was like, oh shit, I'm fading away. Um. I don't know. It'd be hilarious if we open next episode with Tarette just explaining her story. <laughs> mm. Oh, I love the uh, the Stephen and Layla. You know, st- spark of the the love story here. Mm. Um, like we got that that cue last and episode. Stephen's too nice, man. Mm. He's a king. You know, she you smell like him, and they're like they like lean in, and he's like, "Hey, I got to be honest with you, my boy. He uh." Like, there's a reason he's keeping you at arm's length. I can't do this until you know that. Mm. I, um, they end up kissing a little bit later anyway. And I, I love that, you know, Mark gives him a good old <laughs> sock on the kisser. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that was good. And, you know, an early foreshadowing, he's like, what, are you going to drown us right here? And then, like, mm. I could see the shot. Um, you know, it showed him laying in the water there and then, like, sinking very, very, very far into purgatory. Mm. I can see him, like, Deadpool style, you know, like, coming right, like, right back up. Like, yeah, like, just going all the way through and then, like, him waking up and be like, Aah! or, like, and just, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be, like, do you think all of this is happening in kind of, like, an instant? Or, like, do you think everyone will leave the tomb and he will, like, kind of, like, wake up on his own just there like on his own i think i think it's kind of the idea that you know amit's last avatar's resting place is going to be conchu's last avatar's resting place Mm. uh until they put they put him in the freaking tomb I mean, like, at the end there, like, that's where Steven is and everything. Like, they, maybe Steven they just take is, Alexander's body is. out. They just put him in there. Yeah, they did. They put him in the tomb. That's why it's called the tomb. Damn, that's kind of dope. You get a late... You, like, you kicked out Alexander the Great from his tomb to take it. Like, for a little bit. You After know, you like... throat-fucked him with your arm. <laughs> and he reached in there. I mean... I mean, yes, oh. all of his stuff was taken out, so, like, he didn't have much in there, you know, um, but still. But, hey, man, I it's mean, mummified. Like, it's 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 preserved to a degree. I mean, I think the only thing they leave in there is the heart. They take mm. out everything else because they were kind of showing that with the whatever those creatures were, uh, like, attacking, you know, everybody. Um, yeah, they showed it, you know, bad. they take – they slice you open. They take out your intestines. They put them in the jars, you know. And then they pick your brain out through your nose. Um, I'm pretty—I don't know if this is—if that's true, but I thought I've heard that they leave everything but your heart because they—that's where they believed your soul, like mm. was. Uh, I think you're right. I think I've heard that kept. too. But um, uh, but it would be, yeah. I mean, he—he he was. I thought it was just going to be right in his mouth, you know, because he's like, it, I guess you know, Alexander was the voice of Amit, you know. I thought that was just going to be like right there, Throat. but then like he—he he was like oh, elbow deep in that yeah. man's mouth. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But we've talked a lot sorry, about the Mr. like Great. Uh, we've t- <laughs> sorry, Mister Great. We've talked a lot about the Marvel side of stuff. Let's talk about just like how mm. good and well made this episode was. Visually, they did it. 
like they did it this episode. This and, was the one, you know, like I thought, I thought one was mostly that distinctive style. There was a little bit of that hearkening back. Second one, I was like, that feels pretty typical MCU. Third, I was like, ah, we're kind of half and half. This one, I was like, oh my fucking God. Some of the shots they were getting off. Like we discussed this recently on one of our 52 year journey through film podcasts, you know, not the, it doesn't even have to be the epic shots. Mm. The little close-ups. There's this when Arthur Harrow's speaking to Layla, mm-hmm. and it's just her silhouette against the dimly lit background, and it's just her the silhouette of her face. Oh my fucking god! There's a scene when Harrow when uh uh Stevens mm-hmm. reaching uh, like a uh, with Alexander the Great's tomb, and it's just his face, and it's him trying to open it, and like it's fucking gorgeous. Like I I it's a beautiful shot, and it mm-hmm. hasn't. It's just one second, quick cut, bye. And it's beautiful. And I mean, obviously, the imagery of him falling backwards, gorgeous. Oh, him sinking down. Yeah, like in awe. That was like, that was cool. I mean, like this visually, like it was very noticeable that like they stepped it up here. I think um, maybe it was just because there was no real like true action here. There was no Moon Knight in costume jumping around like CGI all like. Um, it was just real people in very, very cool locations. And they were like, we have to shoot this cool. I mean, there's like, there's no other way we can do it. Um, and I don't know. They, they, uh, they did it well. I've been seeing a lot of complaints about how the genre blending they're doing isn't compatible. And, and, in past episodes, I felt that more, but Mm. for this episode, I feel like that complaint doesn't apply. There's some silly stuff, but at, this point, if you know Steven, you got to stop complaining that he's not the serious dude you want him to be. He's goofy. He's funny. Mm. He's mm. cute. He's a cutesy fucking dude. Mm. And uh, the shit he says is adorable. Yeah. And, you know, when he's not with Layla here and the sequence Layla goes on in the oh. middle of this movie after they split up is, frankly, one of the strongest scenes in the like in the entire MCU for me. Like, uh, after she throws, like, finally throws the whatever off of her, just yeah. gets up, and they just, like, for a minute straight, just show her, like, struggle. Like, just, like, holy fuck, I just went through that. And, like, she's just <sighs> laying on the floor, like, like breathing hard. Like, you know, like, before they show Arthur, like, that's been looking at her or whatever. I mean, it was, like, a good probably well, 30 the seconds. the horror though. sequence right before it, oh, when she's little... running away, and she, oh. Oh, that that part, too, but, like, when she's running away and she's trying to sneak across the the uh, little mm. stones that are sticking out from the wall, and then the the dude's arm reaches out from behind and tries to grab her, and then mm. she makes it to the end. She's like, "Oh, cool, I'm safe." And then they hit you with the hardest, scariest moment in the MCU so far, mm. and what I think is probably its first genuine jump scare. But it's a jump scare that's done exceedingly well. Mm. Like I was like, because it's not a horror movie that relies on jump scare if you can hit me with one jump scare that knocks me off my ass you did good you know what i'm saying like that's that's a that's a good type of scare for me mm. uh and that one i was like oh fuck i thought she uh, was like gone for a second there like she was like t- it was dark and i'm like no way they kill her like this right and then like she comes back out and then like taken back in and i'm like oh like i don't know like i was trying to think of like what these what that creature is you know, or if it's just like uh, Amit's protect, you know, just like guards that they were talking about in the beginning, uh, like by because they they mentioned uh, by their masks, like Layla was like, oh, judging by their masks, these look like the people who are supposed to be protecting Amit's tomb. And whenever Layla is like pinned down, she grabs the mask like off of the creature and then like mm. smacks. You know, it it doesn't look like the exact mask exactly, but uh. I don't know. I was just trying to think of like why there are creatures here. Like maybe Arthur tried to resurrect Amit, but it was the wrong, like they went to the wrong tomb because seemingly I, I believe like Steven was the first to find this tomb. Like he he just knew he like, Oh, and whenever he drew like the eye of Oris and then like it, the gold reflected it onto the ceiling. Like, Oh my God. Like just like, they didn't need to do that. You know, like, but they did like that. It's just so many little things in this episode, like the gold reflections and everything like that were so cool. 
Um, there was, I, it was just so – this was the most distinctive episode of the show visually, mm-hmm. even more so than that first than that first episode. Mm-hmm. And I'd go as far as to say this is probably even better than any episode individually of Loki, of mm-hmm. the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Maybe, uh, definitely Hawkeye. Uh, probably, mm. probably WandaVision. Like, this is one of my favorite MCU Disney Plus television shows so, and episodes of that genre so far. I mean, I, I do not feel like I'm watching a Marvel show. No. Like, at all. And I, like, and I'm, like, in love with that. Like, I love that, like, this is its own, it's very its own thing. It's not connected to everything yet. You know, I don't know if it, if it may be. Um, mm. But, like, even with the end there, where you're kind of getting reality-bending sort of, you know, thing there, pretty sure it's just purgatory there. But, like, it still doesn't really feel that Marvel. Um, I don't know. I I love this show. And we still got two more episodes left, like, is the thing. We haven't gotten to the big. If they operate at this level for the next two episodes – this will be the best MCU Marvel show. Like if they can, if they can tie this story up, my only complaints, if you remember through the first three episodes, I was like, there were some complaints and reservations I had visually, but my biggest gripe so far has been a a lack of advancement in story. It's been Mm. a lot of setup week to week. And I've been okay with it as long as they could start doing what they did in this episode and mm. really push it forward and really elevate the story to a place it hasn't been yet. Uh, is Arthur dying? Because Layla was like, yeah, you're dying too. And like, he's like sweating a lot. And I don't know if it's just because they're down, you know, down in a very hot tomb or whatever. But like when he shoots Mark or Steven, like he doesn't, Arthur doesn't look like too good and like oh shit i don't know i like there was a line that layla said whenever they were talking um and like she she said something along the line of like well you're dying too something like that and i'm like wait a minute like does he have some condition or something like that that he's like yeah well you're obviously dying too um like he says arthur says he's in agony more pain than anyone can bear but he still hasn't told you the truth. Well, and then Layla says, well, you're obviously dying too. I guess maybe that, that that's just like kind of a threat maybe that she's making towards him. Um, I think it was, well, you're obviously dying too. He's oh, like, tell me the truth. Not dying too. You're just dying too. You're dying like, too. It's not T.O. Which might be on maybe her delivery. Yeah. Not T O O. It is just T O in the okay. In the, good in the subtitle because I was like that clears it up. But, Thank you. I mean, there could be. I, I think there's. They put more emphasis on his limp with the cane mm. in this episode, and sort of. Uh, I I did think there was something different about him. Mm. There felt like a a weakness to him that we hadn't really seen so far. He kept himself at a distance for like. The most like the entire thing he he does the dirty work there at the end but he's leaning on his cane like mm. uh i don't know there there was something there was something off about him this episode but uh i guess it could just be like maybe he walks around with glass every like everywhere he goes in his sandals like he just needs his cane i forgot that um, uh that's definitely why he has the cane right mm. i would assume so i don't i mean i can't th- they haven't hinted at anything else like maybe when he was uh, uh Moon Conchu's, or yeah, Conchu's like, servant, and then whenever like Conchu left, you know, um, he tried to do some Moon Knight stuff still, and then like got injured. I don't know, but I feel like I feel like it's probably just the glass. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, and that's interesting. Like the thing uh, is like. Cause he has the scarab and like it points him to the tomb and like while Arthur walks into the room after Steven finds it, he's holding the scarab and like it's leading him in the direction or whatever. And like, 
how did he just not find it right away is my thing. I guess it was a maze, you know, it was the eye of yeah. Horus or whatever. And like, they didn't realize that. Um, and I guess talked it about probably being... point, it probably points directly to it, but there's probably, there's not a path directly I to see. it. Mm. That's um, fair. Cause they talked about like, he talked about like there being six different points, you know, on the eye of Horus that represent the six senses. And like, I was wondering if there are six different tombs in this one thing, like what are the six other points? I think um, I think there are other tombs. They're just not the tomb that's important. Mm. Uh like uh you know the this would be the tongue therefore he's the voice uh is kind of the the notion I got from that. They went to the, the end of the tongue, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I I'd, I'd imagine there's probably I I'd, I'd imagine there's probably a plethora of maybe tombs just the other avatars of Amit or something. Like is this Maybe, but I think that this was the only one that was, like, fit for a pharaoh. You know, like, Stephen walked in there and was like, oh, shit, this has got to be a big one. Like, Nefertiti or, like, he's Mm. like, oh, fuck, I'm about to make a huge discovery. And then it was, like, bigger than he could ever imagine, (laughs) which was just, like, so fucking cool for Mm. Stephen. I was so happy for him because, like, frankly, he needed a win. And finding Alexander the Great's tomb is pretty much as winning as it gets uh, after after kissing Layla and doing everything you've ever wanted to. That was Stephen's first kiss, you know? Right, like that was right. his first kiss, which is just like super. I, I don't know. Steven's just super cute, man. He's just like adorable. I love him. He I love him to death. You know, like grapple all the way down. He falls. He's like, oh, I'm aces. I'm good. I'm good. You know, just like getting up and like this is little like quirks. Look, Layla, we won. You know, like like just laughing while she's obviously pissed off at him. He's like, and the um shop to goes to yeah. us. Like, uh. <laughs> This dude's fucking can you, hilarious. Can he hear me? And he's like, uh, I, no, I hope not. Or like, I'm exactly right. Uh, not, I hope, I sure hope not. <laughs> oh. uh, and he's just got the worst British accent. It's hilarious. Mm. He throws out, he throws, amazing. Mm. It's amaze. <laughs> Amazing's more like it. <laughs> Man, yeah, he's just, I don't know. I, I love Steven and Layla's loving Steven. Uh, you know, the deal, everything's out on the table now. Um, Layla knows, you know, what Mark's been hiding, the deal that they made. You know, like once this is all said and done, Mark has said that Mark has said he's just going to give the body to Steven. I don't really know if that's how it works, you know, is, is the thing. I don't think he can really just do that. Um, but I mean, like, that's what she thinks, I guess, you know, like that she's just going to have Steven. Um, but. And yeah, I don't, this episode was just like, I guess, like, I don't know. Like, it was just done so well. And I was trying to, like, the, the room that had, like, uh, where that creature, like, I don't know, it just Got killed that, that one dude. guard and, like, in, like, stuff. There was, like, a lot of stuff in there. And they, they focused in on one part whenever Steven climbed up. Uh, and he like walked away, but they kept the camera like on something for a little bit. Um, I can't remember like what it was, um, but I don't know. Probably nothing important. But uh, interesting, interesting. Now the thing that I was most floored with in this episode, as it's been, you know, Oscar Isaac the last couple weeks has dominated, and he did this episode too. But May Kalamawi, the uh, the actress for Layla, mm. she fucking killed this episode like it felt like a it felt like a layla centric episode you know oscar isaac was obviously there for most of it but it was explaining why layla has interacted with mark the whole the way she has and steven the way she has the whole time Mm. and it was really really important for me and further enjoying layla's character you know uh Mm. Is and she... I really, really do after this episode, especially like that was like, God damn, I'm loving her as a character. And mm. uh, Ethan Hawke bodied it again. It's just the acting week after week is it's impeccable. You know, like I think that a lot of people get really a lot of MCU fans get really excited when the the characters we really like get brought to life in a fun and exciting way. Uh, you know, like Spider-Man No Way Home, there was speculation that it'd be nominated for Best Picture amongst MCU fans. And it's like, no, probably not. But there are people being like, uh, 
these performances deserve Emmys. Mm. And that I don't disagree with. I mean, uh, Oscar Isaac is having to play like two different characters and then now probably three next episode. Um, and like the way he transitions between them effortlessly and has different looks to him, you know, it's kind of like, uh, Superman, the way he like the Superman like sedated. Mm, yeah. And like the, whenever Kanchu was speaking out of him and like the meaning of the gods and like how physically, you know, like everything, like it's insane that he's like, we just kind of, I think of like just Steven and Mark as like different, just they're different people, you know, completely, oh, yeah. but like. That's just Oscar Isaac acting, you know, like that's him just doing his job. Like, like, like that's shit. so incredibly hard. Like for me to like fully get fully know who's in control at all times. And, you know, there is obviously the, the accent of it all, which is definitely making it mm. easier, but the physical look, his face, like, look at his face, different. look like, at his face. He looks, he he's doing something different, you know, like that's, that's for sure. And, uh, He's just been fucking killing this role, uh, these roles. I hope Layla and, becomes uh, – uh, maybe not like becomes Amit necessarily. I just hope that she sticks around for a long time. I uh, think she will. I don't think – I'm like I swear, bro, if they go full uh, Aaron Kellyman with it and offer in the season finale, I'm going to be pissed. Mm -mm. That will be that for me. Uh, I will no longer be engaging with Disney+. Plus. No, I'm just kidding. I obviously <laughs> will. But – they're, I would be really mad it's because insane to see the like the way people have been reacting to this show, like on Twitter and stuff, like people calling it a D plus show, the worst Marvel show they've put out, like blah blah. blah. And I'm like, I don't I, like I don't understand like some Marvel fans, like just because it's not Iron Man and Thor and like the people you want in Infinity Stones and dealing with the multiverse and stuff, like. Can you just not take a great story and like just accept it? You know, like this is just a great story. Visually, it hit this episode. There's like emotional resonance. There's mm. like everything you want in a TV show. And just because there's no like Marvel twist on it or whatever, like yeah, my the only the only gripe with the show I've understood is that it it's been comics loyal to a degree, mm. but the characterizations of Mark and of Steven or Mark's Mark's been mostly on the nose, but Steven specifically has been kind has been pretty different mm. than, than how he has been in the comics. And there's, there's a guy I follow on Twitter who is, who's pretty famous on comic book Twitter. Uh, his, his name's like Ollie. It's like at the quiver or something. And I, I think he's got a lot of really good takes and he kind of hit it on the head that comic book movies and shows don't have to be one to one adaptations. But they should remain loyal to the bones of a character, like the character that people have come to know and love. If if you want to take liberties with the characterization of a character, you need to create a new character. I um, see. Hmm. And that's, I was like, you know what? I can kind of, I can get behind that. You know, like that's 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 a fair take. I will say, I don't mind it as I'm not mm. in love with with the character of Moon Knight. Like, I don't. There are people who feel like this is this is a pretty rough adaptation, especially given that Marvel comics as it is runs with the MCU adaptation and it becomes what the character is. And a lot of, a lot of Moon Knight fans are like, Oh no, this is what my favorite character is from now on. Um, uh, and hmm. like that, that perspective I can understand. I personally don't mind it. As, I mean, like I, I don't, I, I don't think comic books should be the script you know, like, because then what do you, what do you, ex you know, like, there's nothing that's going to shock you or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. it's just all there. Um, so obviously they're going to have to change it and, and mold it differently. And, you know, there's so many things that they're going to have to intertwine with with the MCU once that happens. You know, eventually, even if it does, maybe this is just a standalone story completely. Um, but I, I, I didn't even think about, like, the, the character. Like, that is kind of... A little important to keep to oh, hold it's, true. Oh, it's certainly um, important, yeah. you know, and uh, I think they they took liberties to differentiate them to more extreme degrees. Uh, like they're they're vastly different characters, whereas in the comics they are different, but like it, it's subtle differences. They're not like a they're not like oh, obviously this British man is all of a sudden Stephen Grant. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like a 
oh my god, I didn't even realize this. They updated IMDb. Amit used to be like so Sophia Danu used to be in four episodes or whatever. She's only credited for two now. Mm, um, interesting. Is Beck was that one of the gods in the temple, or was that the uh, storage unit guy? I don't think it, I, I, I'm not sure. I couldn't tell you because he's um, credited for two episodes, and it would be awesome if your prediction uh, for him coming back, you know, came came true. Um, that would be pretty crazy because I remember Osiris, him being a god, um, god, god. That's all right. There mm-hmm. was she credited for three. Four, five, and six, apparently. Okay, I was going to say, because she was not one of the avatars at the at the meeting. Ah. Tarret mm. was not named. So it is interesting that she'd be appearing here at all. And it's interesting to find out what capacity it is in. Uh, hmm. Interesting. But I, I will say, you know, like, uh, given all the... Uh, Given all those gripes that some people have with the adaptation of the character, which I, I do understand, I will say that this is a vastly – I think this is one of the most important MCU shows in a while. or It, it, it is probably the most important MCU show as it is brand new. This isn't a character-based mm-hmm. – in stories we've seen before it's it's mm. the groundwork for what we're going to see with a lot of the introductions of characters with she-hulk and with uh, uh you know uh, i mean secret invasion will tie into a lot of characters we're familiar with but uh mm. the scrolls will largely be more developed on like uh and i think that's a really important little distinction for the show is it, it is the first of its kind as it as it is relevant to the mcu I didn't it is still kind that. of finding its footing. Like, because if someone, like, say he pops up in a movie, like, later on, um, and, like, he's just as Moon Knight, you know, and, like, you see him switching personalities and stuff, you're going to be like, what the heck, you know, like, what the heck is going on if you've never seen the show? Like, mm-hmm. uh, but you can, if you haven't seen, well, I guess if you haven't seen WandaVision and you're going into Doctor Strange, that's kind of, I mean, that is... I'd say WandaVision is pretty crucial. Well, we I mean, speculated that, mm. you know, it would kind of be like, oh, small things that, like, you didn't need to see to, like, oh, she became the Scarlet Witch. You knew she was going to become the Scarlet Witch. She's Wanda Maximoff. Oh, Sam Wilson's Captain America now. Cool. That development happened. We saw it in Endgame. The shield was passed to him. Now he's this in Captain America 4. Um, but with the inclusion of Billy and Tommy in Multiverse of Madness, that means you need to know what happened in WandaVision or else you're going to be like, who the fuck are these kids? How are they relevant to Wanda? Oh, they're her kids. I don't have any emotional resonance with that part of the story. Mm. And that's going to reflect poorly on my rating of it, how I feel about it. Mm. And it's like, well, you didn't watch WandaVision. If you watch WandaVision, you'll, you'll get everything you need to out of Wanda's side of the story. I guess Falcon uh, and a soldier, like you see cap hand, um, the shield off so like you know i guess you could kind of piece together that he becomes cap you know but you it's wouldn't just nice see like see how, how he, he actually gets there yeah um hmm but yeah this one i mean i mean hawkeye next time kate bishop shows up people will be like who's this if they didn't watch hawkeye true mm. any uh do you have any future predictions i guess i haven't I'm going to hold on to a prediction I made last week and go ahead and apply it to this next one. I think we see Jake. Mm. Uh, I think I think now it's officially, it has to happen this episode. Because if it happens in episode six, it's like, we've got a lot to do here. Um, That's true. I think Khonshu gets let out at the end mm. of next week. I don't think that's an early development. I think this episode will largely be spent... Uh, getting out of the purgatory and it'll be them getting out of the purgatory explaining to Layla what happened at the dig site um, and then uh, and then releasing Khonshu in sort of a three act sort of thing over the course mm. of the 50 minutes getting out of purgatory explaining to Layla letting Khonshu out or maybe reversing the last two and then the last one's all gas in terms of trying to stop Arthur Harrow from what he's doing and doing mm. all that. Be I sick if that... uh, while Conchu is imprisoned, 
that he can still like go around and watch these events from happening, but he has no power to like interfere, like interact at all. If he can Mm -hmm. only stay in the dimension that he's in and he has none of his powers. So like it, like what's the worst thing for a God is not to just put him asleep or like keep him there. It's like to strip them from all of their godly powers and let them like still walk around and like see what, what's happening. I think, Um, I think that would be an, just a kick-ass punishment. My only concern is that we did watch him crumble. Fair. We I watched guess that him was fall in, in the dimension of our dimension, though. Yeah. Um, oh, true, true. Uh, like I get the impression, and based off the imagery they used at the end of mm-hmm. last week, like it seemed like he was crumbling, and that was what was forming. That's true. the little Ushabti. True. Hmm. Interesting. Can you hear us? We think so. Maybe they don't know what happens. I don't when think they do. Because um, I don't think anyone who's ever been entrapped has been let out. I think Kanchu will be the first. Like mm. I think that'll be or Amen. Ju- especially judging after seeing that there were nine there before Kanchu. Mm. Now that we know that, and they are sitting there, uh, my impression is that you know we think so is like, yeah, well they might be able to. Shit, man, we don't know. We haven't <laughs> talked to them. Um, and I, I think that's I think that's pretty set in stone. Uh, <laughs> set in stone. <laughs> no pun intended. Mm. Uh, but yeah, man, I uh, I don't know what else to say about this episode. I I thought it was damn good compared to the other three. And if the other three, uh, if the last two are on the same level as this. It will be the best back half of an MCU show, at the very least. Because, mm. uh, wow, was this oh, fucking yeah. good. Um, I mean, if we want to hop into these ratings, I mean, for enjoyment of this episode, I mean, this, like, took it to a whole nother level here. Like, I This was is like, the one, you know, we talked last week, and we've talked in, in weeks past about, like, what an MCU 5 is. Mm. This is it. Mm-hmm. This is an MCU five, you know. I told, I said, like, what did we give last week? A four point two five. All right, cool. I said that that's probably about the average mm. that you can get four point five, maybe on the on the high end for mm. enjoyment. There are a few things that take that and elevate it to a different level, and I know it the second I watch it. Uh, and this was that. I enjoyed this on a whole other degree, and maybe it's because I am comparing it to the other three. Like mm. I am like. Oh fuck! This is so obviously the best episode. This is so obviously my favorite that it has to be a five. And I don't, I don't doubt that it's a five. I'm, mm. I'm certain. You know, the acting, the character development, uh, the progression of story in a way that we haven't yet. Uh, Every everything was firing on all cylinders here. Uh, history yeah. nerds, like that was just cool. Like the history Macedonian, of Macedonian. Um, that can't be right. And like. <sighs> I mean, he always insisted on being being called mm-hmm. Egyptian, but like the Eye of Horus, like being used there was just Fuck. cool. Um, and I I don't know, maybe maybe uh those six points, um, maybe we'll see like Arthur go through the tomb, you know, like it'll flash back and show him like going to every other point or whatever and seeing what what's in there. Maybe we we'll get some even more history, like cool history. Um, but but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm nowhere else other than a five for this episode. Um, it was just, I don't know. I had to watch it like right away again. I watched it and then I'm like, damn, that was like Run that amazing. I'm watching that again. Um, yeah, this one, this one just hit. Um, and you know, like I, I questioned as we were progressing through the show, am I tired of the MCU format? Is that why I'm not digging this? What's the problem? Uh, and no, it was that the other three simply weren't as compelling. Mm-hmm. This one hit. And I knew it. Uh, I, I I always have this question, you know. I, I have this current theory with rap music. You know, I wasn't really feeling J. Cole's last release. wasn't really feeling Kanye West's last release. I wasn't really feeling uh, Drake's last release. But hey, when Kendrick Lamar drops on May 13th, if I'm feeling that, I know it's their fault. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If I'm feeling Kendrick, I know it's their fault. 
If I'm not feeling Kendrick, I'm going to go, you know what? Maybe I'm just bored with rap music because that's that's just that. I have a feeling I won't be, and I have a feeling that uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers is going to knock me on my fucking ass. He's got something in store for us, I think. Oh, I'd, I'd say. I'm very excited about it. But uh, that's kind of where I was at with this. I was like, am I getting tired of the format? Am I kind of cooling on these MCU shows? Mm. I was like, maybe, maybe so. And then this episode made me go, you can do it. You can make me go, holy fuck, I love this. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I really appreciated that from this episode. And man, talk about the genre here. Uh, we got we got great horror. We got great supernatural. I get. I, mean, I, I don't. I don't really. I don't know. Fantasy. I oh, guess definitely said, supernatural. Said, like, uh, uh, I think I, I'd say this. This took the supernatural to a different uh, to a different level with the uh, the seemingly raised from the dead entities true. that we see. Very um, true. Um, mm, I mean. As an MCU show, like I think that, like, that's the thing. This episode just stands well across like all television. Like this was just a great television episode. Like, not just Marvel. Like I don't, I don't want to really put it on on just that scope. Like I, I would just watch this to watch this. Um, oh, absolutely. This was this was a good episode of television, you know. And uh, as far as the genre blending is concerned, and the uh, the places they do take it. That horror, the supernatural, the fantasy, and this mind-bending sort of just like what the fuck's going on. Mm. Uh, like I, I put this every bit as high as that first episode, and probably even higher mm. uh, with like four point eight, uh, mm. four point eight five. Like I think it's, I think this hit on every bit as high a level, if not higher. I'm comfortable um, there. Yeah, I was, uh, I don't, yeah, not quite, I don't know what a five would be, um, trying to think of, like, I don't think we've gotten a five. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe, like, I'm trying to think of back, like, in all the shows across, you know, Loki, WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and Hawkeye, if we've gotten five in the genre, and maybe, like, the season finales, you know, where, like, the season finale of Falcon and Winter Soldier, like, when Cap becomes cap and like he flies through the window you have everything you want there it's like boom it's like like i don't know um i'd say i'd say loki in mm. terms of the genre this epic action fantasy Mm. i think they knocked that out of the park pretty much week after week that's Um, fair as far as the genre is concerned Mm -hmm. you know and that that felt so much more focused in terms of genre that's the only reason i can't comfortably give this a five is that like a it is genre blending and the the comedic moments don't take away from the horror but they certainly take away from it being a horror episode mm. uh you know what i'm saying like it becomes multiple things and uh you know there are moments when as soon as you insert comedy on multiple occasions and there are moments where steven is objectively while he's adorable pretty cringy mm-hmm. um <laughs> the comedy kind of falls flat and therefore it gets hurt a little bit. Like, and that's just, just how it is. But, uh, so yeah, like that's the only reason I think Falcon and the winter soldier, as far as like this, uh, the action is concerned of it. WandaVision, as far as the fantasy action adventure sort of thing. Like, I think they hit on on multiple times, but like, I think if I'm like being honest with myself, Loki might be the only one that has multiple fives as far as the genre is concerned. Mm. Like I think through those last three episodes, True. those are some epic action fantasies. You know Glorious what I'm saying? Like purpose. I mean, like, yeah. especially that one, that was the first one I went to episode five yeah. journey into mystery. <laughs> that might be the best focused narrative of a single episode across all of, all of mm. the MCU. Um, hmm. Yeah. Because they did tell a whole story. A you know, I've told, I've said that was my gripe week after week. Mm. They told classic Loki's entire story in that episode and it made it amazing. Mm. Damn. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I think 4.85 is sitting right where it's supposed to here on this episode. It's like not quite there. Um, but all, I mean, like everything it did, it did well. Um, it hits. It definitely so. hits. Mm. And I mean, hey, as a film here, I think this is the best made episode we've had so far, and and the floor for that is four point one five, and I I think I'm sitting higher than a four point one five here. 
I certainly uh, am. You know, I think this this pushed the story forward in a way we hadn't seen yet. I know that like a uh, my gripe with the other ones is that it didn't tell a complete narrative within the episode and continue on. Mm. Uh, but as far as within an MCU show is concerned, this did it as well as it's been done. Mm. Um, Visually, like, we finally got they. I don't know. They did it. Uh, we got they we got some, shit. some nice shots. Uh, it was Soundtrack nice hit mm. as always. Acting destroyed. Uh, the writing was actually, I'd say, much much better than the last couple episodes. Like mm. I think there were just uh, moments that had a certain heart to it that we haven't gotten in the last couple. I mean, there's been some some touching moments, but this one this one hit. I think uh, I don't think there's any question about that. And uh, Therefore, as far as these are concerned, all this thing is uh, four and a half is my floor. Four point mm-hmm. five is my floor. Okay, I was thinking like the four six four seven five is kind of like in that. between. There is is where I'm sitting. I think four eight may be a little bit too high. Um. I don't know. I guess I mean I don't know. This what am I complaining really well about made here? Episode. Yeah, well, I don't know what um, I'm really complaining about. Um, no, yeah, I think uh, I think five like is kind of the. the I think four goal. seven five four eight yeah. is fair. Um, the more the more we talk about it, the more we talk through it. You know, this did push the narrative forward in a way we hadn't seen yet, in a way that is truly compelling for the first time, in its weeks. I'm like, give me the next episode. Mm. Now, you know, like I, I, that was one of my complaints in previous weeks was that I'm like, Wednesday rolls around and I'm like, oh yeah, I have to watch Moon Knight. It even happened today before I turned it on. Mm. I was like, oh yeah, I have to watch Moon Knight. Uh, I can promise you I'll be ready next Wednesday. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's uh, for sure. And I think that's important. You know, I think that's really important. So, uh, I think four, eight is definitely fair. That's a high. I mean, it averages out to a four eight eight, um, which is definitely the highest so far. Uh, episode one being a four point three. Uh, previous episode four point three three actually ed- edging out the first episode. Um, but this is this will be first. Um, interesting to see if it'll remain the king. Um, Ooh, I don't and know if it doesn't. We're in for a treat, buddy. Mm. Yeah, I think. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm just interested to see what this season finale could bring. Like what if there if there will be an obvious season two, or if this will be like, nope, it's complete. This is it. Expect him I like think we're going... Moon Knight will continue in blank, you know, movie. Um will appear in blank. I don't know. Um or maybe it'll just say like the classic Moon Knight will return. You know That's that's um, where my money's at. Mm. You know, I think this is a limited series. I think they plan on launching this character in whatever direction it'll go in. I think they will leave it in a place where it doesn't have to continue. Mm. Um, my my impression of it is that maybe by the end of it, he'll be Moon Knight again. Which implies there are more Moon Knight stories to tell, but Amit will be dealt with. There will not be anything more with Arthur Harrow involving Moon Knight. Like This narrative will be wrapped up, and we won't need to continue this story. Uh, do we even know if this is happening like post blip? I suppose I suppose we don't. There hasn't been any allusions to the time period. So it would be really interesting if this is like pre blip and then like this is happening around like when the blip happened and then Arthur oh, just, just like see him fade away. Arthur like maybe takes credit like for the blip like initially like on earth or something like that he's like this is the power of Amit. you see like everyone was judged and and half of you know half of everyone was gone everyone hey if that if that be the case Um, then i say season two definitely um (laughs) i don't i'm uh, I'm not really camping there i was just throwing the idea out but uh, i I love the idea i love your head i think this is uh, post flip i feel um, yeah, I think we're I think we're staying in the modern timeline, roughly where the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, mm-hmm. in this range, sort of takes place. And uh, I can't I, I'm I'm real excited, you know, for for these next couple weeks. I think uh, if they can operate at this level for mm-hmm. two more episodes, it'll shake out to be damn good. 
So, uh, yeah, man, 4.88 out of 5. That's our highest rated episode so far mm-hmm. by ha- over half a point. Damn. Strong. Very strong. Deserving, Very I think, strong. though. Not not too high for, for oh, what this episode Certainly was. deserving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Certainly deserving. Uh, but, yeah, with that, we conclude this episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast and the Moon Knight's Watch. It was I. Colton Robertson and I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. If you would, head to patreon.com slash corobloom. That's C-O-R-O-B-L-O-O-M, where you'll find over 24 hours of exclusive content, including just before this episode where we discussed uh, the recent release of The Art of the Batman. I, I went over some pages in that, reviewed it a little bit. Uh, we talked to the Thor Love and Thunder trailer. And there's just a whole bunch of content over there. 24 hours of us being outrageous and uh, speculating on Multiverse of Madness for a few of those hours. Mm. Uh, But yeah, uh, definitely do that. That money all goes back into making sure I can make this podcast happen. Uh, Huge help. So that's always appreciated. And then if you would, head to Twitter. Follow at Penny Bloom Pod. Follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. If you're fucking with me and Joe and you've made it this far into the podcast, I know you fuck with comic book characters. And just this Monday, guess what began on episode 201? Our top 100 comic book characters. Uh, this episode was 76 through 100. We go over, uh, we begin our four part series, and uh, it's a lot of fun. We just did it for Star Wars, beginning this one for Marvel uh, and and DC. And then uh, on Fridays, we continue our 52-year journey through film. This Friday holds 1986's Aliens, mm. which I'm very, very excited for you all to hear. Uh, that'll be episode 203. This was episode 202. We are in the 200s, which is fucking crazy to say. Like, episode 200, that is at minimum... 200 hours of speaking into a microphone for me. So, uh, sick. That's a lot. That is a lot. Uh, and with that, we conclude. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And always praise Keanu Reeves.